Hello, listeners of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. This is the Goshen News Sports Podcast. You're in the right place. I am Evan Leepak, sports reporter at the Goshen News. Joining me, as always, will be Austin Huff, who uh, is co-producer. He's co-producer slash... Co-producer. It's actually, it's actually producer slash sports editor of this uh, podcast. You don't do any production of this thing. I produce this podcast. Well, let's not pretend like it's that hard to produce, at least for from your point of view. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. But... Still in the title. Still counts. It is. It's a bittersweet uh, episode here today, right? That's what some people are saying. Mostly, you know? mostly bitter. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, again, depends on your viewpoint, you know. I, we'll talk about fun stuff, you know. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll go down memory lane a little bit. We are... So, these next couple of weeks, we're going to dedicate the podcast to kind of a reflection, year in review, so to say. Um, this week, we'll talk about kind of the best moments of the high school sports season from the calendar year 2022 so we will have maybe some winter repeats not as much as this current winter we won't try to focus on this winter yet given Mm -hmm. they aren't done but we will definitely focus on what happened in the early year 2022 spring fall um and then uh yeah we'll wrap up the episode talking about the journey of evan lee peck um this is Evan's last podcast, last Goshen News Sports podcast, uh, his last day working in Elkhart County. He will still be doing bowl game coverage for us for Notre Dame. Shout out the game being Jacksonville, I guess, for that. Uh, did you get the email, by the way, that your credential was approved? Did you get the email, by the way, that yeah, it was actually I just thought den- of that. denied and you're not going? Uh, I don't think I got that email, no. I got an email saying it was approved. So I'm glad you told me that. But you should have also gotten that email. I don't know why I got it. What day was it? Like Sunday. I'll, this is fun. I might take a look. Yeah, you I should probably look, look at your email. Yeah. I mean, I've looked at it, but I didn't notice anything from anyone. Anyway. Maybe anyway you can that's for, fun. You can We're having you a can... nice little meeting of the uh, office meeting on the podcast. Forward we'll me that in. email if you can. We'll keep it in there. It didn't list you at all. It listed me as like the approved person. I have... I hope they're God that they know it's you, not me going. I'll check into that. Anyway, so yes, this week's episode, we're going to talk about the year that was in 2022 and Evan's time in the Goshen News. Next week's episode, December 27th, will be the best of the podcast specifically. So we'll have some clips of our favorite interviews that we did over the year, um, favorite sound bites, um, maybe, a, maybe a Galupa reference again. You never know. Um, I got the Galupa. (laughs) Except I didn't do it well when we did it. We tried doing it after Northridge's sectional championship. It was really bad. What about the G-Man? The (laughs) G-Man. We don't have any any Giants. I know, but I'm pretty pretty sure you've said that sometime. I don't think so. In an ode to Chris Berman. I don't think I did. Boomer. Whoop. 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 Some spread. Tick, 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 The Lions? Huh? Seven and seven? (laughs) Playing important games on Christmas? That's awesome. Huh? The Bears? Bad? Huh? Huh? They've lost uh, eight in a row at this point? But it was counting. Four in a row. Four? Seven in a row. They were three and four? They were three three and four, and now they're three and 12. So it is eight in a row. Yeah. No, there's three games left. 
Yeah, they're three and eleven. So they've lost seven in a row. Okay. Let's look back. That's our national pro talk. Uh, for, yeah, there you go. The There's podcast. a current, current events talk for this episode. Um, let's look back at the year that was. Great, great year, local sports, 2022. Um, not as much maybe as 2021, but still a very prolific year regardless. Um, how do you want to approach this, Evan? Do you want to just go chronologically kind of? Or you want to like hit on the highlights and then circle around to some other things, or chronologically? Chronologically, probably makes the most sense, right? I guess relatively. So. Like, let's start in the winter and like in January and work our way up. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the big story from winter 2022, the one of the biggest ones, maybe the biggest, Concord girls swimming, fourth place at the state meet. Grace Brenneman, Mental Attitude Award winner. Uh, and then the Northridge had three girls divers go in the top six. Giselle Miller, second place. Caitlin Simons, third. Abby Long, sixth. All three are diving collegiately at Louisville, Purdue, and Bowling Green, respectively. Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Mac. Yeah. Abby Long. Abby Long. She's in the Mac. Yeah. That was a pretty awesome end to uh, what was a really good girls swimming and diving season you know we figured Concord could do well at state and Mm. uh, they performed up to those expectations Tom Johnson heck of a coach he's doing a great job again this year they got a chance to be right there again how'd you enjoy your trip to uh, Indianapolis it was it was cool to be at that the natatorium is a cool event it was cool to have fans of it again they really hadn't been able to do that in 2021 uh, so it was cool to see it in 22 full in 22 full crowd everyone going crazy did you go down there in 21 as well no i did not was that your first trip 22 this past winter was my first trip yes that's why i asked about it because i knew it was your first trip yeah took thank a nice you self- you asked a question hey was that your first trip <laughs> took a took a selfie i did, did I, remember, I? I, I took a video took, selfie uh, video oh it was a video too yeah, yeah i was like right. hey i'm here yeah. <laughs> Let's talk gonna, about where our swimmers are at, where our divers are at. That's right. It was pretty good. I remember watching some of it. I was like, this is good. Thank you. It's yeah. almost like I did TV in college and I could talk in front of a camera. That's a brag. We did what, like two total videos to our time uh, at the Goshen News together? Uh, we did the state football one. Yeah. Shout out Justin Frommer for holding the video, holding the camera for us for that one. That's right. He helped. He, did, he videoed he the, it for he us. He held it for us. Um, we can talk about that when we talk about Northridge here soon. Oh, we won't because no, it's, it's not 2021. 2022. <laughs> uh, we will talk about Northridge football 2022, but um, yeah. And then when it, when other video did we do? I'm just thinking about the award show, I guess. Yeah, the award show was that's a long video. Really yeah. long video uh, with commercial breaks and stuff. A couple of them. Country Cabinets. Shout out that guy. Country Cabinets. Love Thank the commercial. You. Thank you for giving us a break. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That was a nice ending to swimming. Uh, we had a couple. I'll, I'll do wrestling next. We had a really nice surprising run for Armin Kultukian Jr. from Concord. 195 pounder. He was really good. During the regular season, but and like you knew he could like at least get to semi state, but mm-hmm. he won sectional, regional, and semi state. That was awesome to see. 
Uh, got to state, lost first round, very tough match, lost by a point. Uh, you know, tough way to go out, but great year regardless. Uh, that was a nice surprise, and now he's dominating. He's doing 195 again. It looks like they've mm-hmm. kind of determined yep. he should do that instead of 220. So he's doing well there. Um, I think that's a smart move on his part as well. Yes, because he recently committed for football. He did. I forgot what college. I'm gonna look it up. You stall for me. It's a small college. I think it's NAIA. If I is it Hillsdale? No, it's the Chargers. I'm Hillsdale. All right, right. Wow. you got it. Hillsdale. Yes. yes. Look at that. Look at that. Yes. Hillsdale College. Is it the Chargers too? Uh, hold on. I felt like you said Charge On or something. Charge On. Yes, I think so. They look like they have the Chargers helmet. That's pretty good. Look at you. It's just in the brain. Wow. Usually I'm the one that's pulling that stuff out of the brain. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Wow. Finally, yeah. it took you two years. Yeah. Too bad you're not staying on. Like, finally getting, finally a, getting a breakthrough. Yeah, we finally have progress after two years. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, so congrats to Armin on that, and he's going to be playing collegiate football. Very yeah. good. And he's a beast on the wrestling mat. I'm intrigued to see what he's going to do this upcoming winter, the rest of this winter. Uh, on the hard court. We had Northwood Boys Basketball reach the number one ranking for the first time in program history. The number one team in 3A, Mm -hmm. at least. And they also uh, got to the regional final again. Disappointing finish against Leo. Second year in a row they lost to them in the regional final, but it was still a great year. Mm -hmm. They did a lot. They accomplished a lot. NLC champs. First seven and first... 7-0 7-0 NLC record ever as well. And, um, you know, sectional champs for a third year in a row. And, uh, again, just like Armin Koltukian, this year they're starting off strong. So It's looking like they're going to at least make semi-state with both of them in the same day. <laughs> well, right. Now it's out that it's a one-game regional. you got to feel good about their chances depending on who they draw. You know, the the issue with uh, the 3A in the north, it's loaded once again. I mean, you look at the top 10, Mishawaka Marion, Northwood, Norwell, South Bend, Washington. I know they lost bad to Glenn last week, but mm-hmm. they're still a good team. Leo, can't, can't rule them out. Um, there's a lot of good teams north in this bracket. So it's going to be tough to navigate, but... I just feel like... This is a different type of year for Northwood. Not only do they have all those guys back, you could say that about last year too. But having Roush's brother, Rosh. Tyler Rosh, yeah. Tyler, 6'8", sophomore. So, of the top 10, I believe seven go north in the bracket. Mishawaka Marion, Northwood. West Oval, number five. Norwell, number four. Uh... Stop in Washington, Brebuff. So, 6 of the 10. Um, Peru. Peru is north, I believe, as well. It's pretty north. They are. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know Beach Grove is south, and so is North Davies. I don't know where Lebanon. I think Lebanon is south. Anyway, this is not about 2022 to 3. This is about... Oh, there goes the phone. Uh, <laughs> this is about 2021-2. And they were good last year. Duff, tough finish, but... Um, yeah, 
And then on the girls' hard court, Fairfield. Even tougher finish. Even tougher. They were <laughs> 17 seconds away from going to state. Lost to one by one point to Frankton. 35-34, semi-state. Shout out uh, George Bremer, Rob Hunt. They're there. CNHI love as I pick up my phone. Sorry for the delay. Um, yeah. Big basket. Couldn't come up with a big basket, I should say. Had that last possession, last offensive possession. Yeah. Couldn't kind of a good look. Bailey Willard forced a really tough shot. Mm-hmm. You know, why? how does the ball not... Felt like it should have been in Bria Garber's hands. At that you know, point, Willard's yeah. a good player, but Garber is your best player. You got to let her make a play. It was uh, weird, you know. I don't know. They just... Yeah. Great coaching job by uh, Brody. Yeah. I mean, when Brooke Sanchez went down, we didn't think they were going to make it out of regional. Nope. Felt good about their sectional chances. The sectional wasn't strong. Mm. Regional. All right. Well, we'll see. They pulled it together. They dominated the regional. Yeah. That final, I think they, they won it by like 15 in, or 20. Beat in Drain by a lot. Yeah. They held them to like 20-something points. The defense suffocating, just like it is this year, too. I know Every they just year. suffered another a, a tough loss to Fort Wayne Steiner. But they're going to be right there in the 3A mix. Mm-hmm. You know, Good this year, them. going up to 3A, it's interesting uh, for them. But it could be easier for them, potentially. Just depends on, you know, who's there. Mishawaka Marion and Twin Lakes are the teams in the north in 3A that are going to be interesting to follow. Nevia Foster for Mishawaka Marion. She has over 2,000 career points. She's pretty good. So... If but you have it, over 2,000 career points, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Fairfield girls, kind of a su- not a surprising run necessarily, but a little bit of a surprise, like when they get into semi-state. So, How did Frankton fare in the state title, you remember? They lost a close one. They lost close. So they could have potentially had a state title. Fairfield was right there. Yeah. It's tough. Dang it. Ugh. Yeah. Because a couple years ago, Frankton went to state, and that was when Linton Stockton, I believe, was like, they were like a top 10 team in the state, regardless of class, and they won the state title game by like 45. We were driving down for Northwood, mm-hmm. looking at Twitter updates from Rob and the IHSA, and it was like 70 to 25, and it's like, oh. <laughs> and then Northwood won 37-29, lowest scoring state championship game ever. Defense. That's what it's all about. Hey, as long as you score more points than the other team, doesn't matter how many you score, right? Yeah. Um, so that was the winner, 2022. Spring 2022, uh, also I would say a pretty successful year. And I would say that the top story from the spring, me personally, Westview Softball winning their first sectional title. And the way they did it with Alexis Antel pitching her arm off Literally. Yeah. You were there for the second game of the section of that day because the weather delayed the semifinals and the finals to the same day. Yep. And uh, you she, got you got the stats. The stats in my head. Let's see if I can remember it from my tweet. I have them written down in case you. But she had to pitch two games, as you said. Yep. Because of weather. So two games, sectional, semi, and sectional title. Mm-hmm. One day. Pitched both games... The entirety of both games. Ten innings in each game. For the record, games only go seven. Yes. Regulation. 
So both games went extra. Both games went in extra innings. Both tight games. A lot of pressure also. You have to take that into account, the mental thing. Mental aspect of all this. So she beats Fairfield the first game in extras. Pitches the whole game. Comes back, sectional final. Bremen. Bremen, yes. That goes in extras as well. She helps her team win that one late. Because of a great individual effort after there was runners on second and third and nobody out and somehow she managed to get out of it. So congrats to her. I mean, that's just one part of all this the entire day. But they eventually, Westview eventually wins the game. They move on. They get their first sectional title ever, by the way, because of of this effort. But it was 40 strikeouts total. There was 20 innings pitched. She had 40 strikeouts. She only gave up one walk or two walks. I don't know how many walks. One, One earned run. One earned run, two total runs. 274 pitches. Yeah, just under 300 in one day. I mean, imagine the arm. I don't remember it being an issue either. Like, well, I remember asking about it. Softball, you know, obviously it's not baseball, so you can do that pitching motion a lot more. But when we gave, when she won Athlete of the Week uh, a couple days later, um, I asked her, like, okay, so how was your arm feeling on Sunday? She's like, yeah, I was a little sore. So, like, you do get sore doing that. I mean, I've done the motion. Maybe I just do it wrong, but it feels like if you just kept doing it, it would hurt after a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's just fatigue. Me. There's fatigue, yeah. but yeah, um, you can still pitch. Like if you can just manage it, you know. And then she, I mean, she gave Eastside a heck of a run in the in the regional game too. Eventual state champion. Yeah, Eastside, Eastside. won state in two A, one zero game. Yes, correct. Tough. They her only losses last year were to Eastside. I'm pretty sure, as a pitcher. Maybe one other, but she lost all three games against Eastside, and they were all close. That's tough. Those Blazers. They blazed through I mean, the tournament. They're a great, they're a complete team. I watched them a couple times. Yeah. Because of Westview. So. Yeah, you literally were there for a lot of Westview softball. After losses and a lot of their wins. Yeah. Um, that was an incredible single-day effort. Don't think we're ever going to see that again. It's hard to do that. Yeah. No. Usually teams have like a second pitcher they'll go to, but Wesu was Antel or nothing, and they she just stepped up, and uh, that's why she won a Goshen News Athlete of the Year award. I forgot what we gave her. Three sport athlete. Three sport athlete. She was probably the most important player. I think I said that a lot in the during the season but yeah she's probably the most important it's hard to argue she wasn't the most important player on like a sing, like to their team and like whether it was the spring or the fall or the right. winter like any of these area teams Abby Abby Hostetler at Northridge probably had a case too as a pitcher but her offense wasn't what Alexis's offense was I mean Alexis mm-hmm. was doing everything she pitched she hit she ran and she did everything for them she probably was the most valuable player for any one team, maybe of any team we covered last year. That's what I'm saying. So. Because um, Westview is a very young team otherwise. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they do this spring, replacing that level of a player. So. I think they'll still be good. Yeah. But it's hard. You, you can't replace her, so. Right. Yeah. Um, sticking on the diamond, another um, big 
championship win, Fairfield baseball, first sectional since 2010. But a lot of the story late in the year um, obviously was about the passing of Caden Schrock, the sophomore mm-hmm. who was on the baseball team, um, who tragically passed away in an accident um, in mid-May. Uh, That's correct. They honored him at the Fairfield Westview baseball game that Tuesday. Um, and then they obviously they played for him in honor of him, and they won the sectional. Um, they were probably the favorites to win the sectional on paper going in anyway, but they still finished it off. Alec Hirschberger went in the Thursday game and the Monday game. Um, you were there when they honored Caden that emotional night. Crazy Westview comeback in that game, too. That was like yeah. a bonkers game on top of all the emotions. Hirschberger had a no-hitter going into the seventh inning. He did. Yeah. That yep. might be game of the year. It was a great game. It was it was just a, it was a lot of emotions. You can just like feel it in the air. There's yeah. a lot of people from both schools. And I mean, just being a part of something like that was something just bigger than yourself, you know, it was really cool to be a part of, to see everyone rally around for Caden in this situation. But I guess it was kind of bittersweet the way it ended, right? It was supposed to be Fairfield's game. There, this right. Fairfield's Hershberger's going to throw a no hitter. This yeah. like, you know, moment like you know God overseeing him. Like it's almost like it was coming together, right? Like Caden was pitching him this no hitter. Yeah, basically, right? Like they were supposed to win the game at it was a minimum. Six, six nothing, five nothing. It was up there. Yeah, yeah. It was like a pretty comfortable lead. Yep, and Westview. I think it went in extras. It did. I remember Westview you were you were it. texting me and you're like, "Hey, dude, this game is like it's like 9:30 <laughs> and we're not done yet." And I'm like, "Just start writing. Just start writing." Like, yeah, that's yeah, because it, it started later because of all the Caden stuff. They pushed yeah. the start time back a little bit. They have lights at Westview, so that's why they could play it at night. Um, and then naturally, it went nine innings or whatever. Yep. Westview had a couple of those to win. They won the NECC. Like people. Forget that baseball. Mm-hmm. I forgot that. I just remembered it because that game yeah. was instrumental in them winning the NECC regular season yep. title. So they like in all those crazy comebacks. They were a young team last year too, so they got most of these guys coming back. Mm-hmm. So and then Fairfield just got them in the in the sectional final. So Hershberger finished it off. It was a very similar script because Fairfield led the whole way. Westview all of a sudden starts coming back in the bottom of the seventh. Westview holds him off, though. Hershberger, the pitch count, that was the issue because they had to take Hershberger out mm-hmm. of the regular season game. Right. And then, But he was well under enough in the this, this sectional final, and he was able to get through it, and they won. You went to that one, right? I was at the sectional final, yeah. yep. Yeah. That's what I thought. Two great games between those teams, man. And, uh, yeah, that Fairfield baseball team was awesome, and everything going on at the end of the season, it's amazing that they held it together. Mm-hmm. And then they fared relatively well in that regional and just lost to Ileana Christian, right? That's who they played, regional? They lost to Eastside in the regional semi. Did they? And then Eastside got beat up by Ileana Christian. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because you were like, I remember you being like, yeah, Ileana just walked in. I don't know who was going to beat these guys. <laughs> like They just look like they're massive. Okay. Eastside. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, it, but it was a clo- it was a pretty tight game. For it was Eastside Fairfield. It was a one or two run game. It was yeah. close. 
Um, so yeah. And then I thought, you know, we had some, you know, Fairfield girls tennis on a regional first time in a while. I forgot to write the year like 2015. Good run, good run for them. Tough, tough ending in semi-state. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we had a couple big track notables. Uh, Emma Yoder from Wawasee, third of the state meet in the discus, 134 feet, three inches on our final throw, get third place, school record. She's only a sophomore at the time, so you got to figure two more years, high school level, she's got a chance to maybe win this thing. Um, she did a credible job in the discus. Um, two-time Goshen Youth Athlete of the Week winner. That's right, yeah, twice. Yeah. <laughs> So we've only had a handful of those. Yeah, you rarely see a, uh, someone win it twice in the same season. So uh, that was awesome. You know, total shock. You know, we figured she would do well going down to state, but you never know. Like state track's weird. Mm-hmm. The kid from Northwood who was a shot putter, Brevin Miller, on the boys' side, like he was seated high, but he faulted three times, and you know, that's it. It's like oh, bummer. All of a sudden, Emma just uncorks 134 you know and it's like wow third place crazy so and then uh we had arguably the greatest class of distance runners in a long time like just from variety of schools finish off their careers as well northridge's drew hogan or sorry northridge's jack moore goshen's drew hogan and cole johnston and then concord's anthony roberts all four of those guys went to state, uh, competed at the state track meet. They were all really good distance runners, obviously, in that fall. Um, all running in college now. Jack Moore at Louisville. Hogan and Roberts at Goshen College, as we've obviously. heard on this podcast. <laughs> Cole Johnston at Grace College. So, all co- all competing for those teams, too, like right away as freshmen. So, it's pretty cool to see. It's a really good, just a really good crop of runners right there. Good crop. Crop. That's a good term to use for that, I mm-hmm. think. Perfect. Yeah. It was cool to have Hogan win an individual race in cross country already in college as a freshman. Yes. That was pretty sick. That was fun. Good for that yeah. guy. He seemed really excited about it when he, uh, yeah. When we were talking to him. I brought it up in, in the context <laughs> of, uh, you know, Anthony's dad saying that he hasn't won a race, you know. That's right. It yeah. was the context of the question. That was a good time. That might make the uh, best of next week. We'll see. I think it should. It's a funny clip. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so that was spring. And then this past fall. Fall. We had a bunch of stuff happen. Bunch of bunch of things. Not as successful as last fall. We had similar teams make similar-ish runs, but not go as far. Very sad. But that's okay. We still had a lot of success. We had the number one boys soccer team in 1A for a long time, Westview. Mm -hmm. Came up just short in semi-state to Park Tudor, who they beat the year before in semi-state. So Park Tudor got the revenge. And then Park Tudor won the state title game 9-0. So So Westview (laughs) would have been state champs again if they had uh, just gotten past Park Tudor. Um Jamie Martin, he wasn't wearing his hat to start the game. I'm gonna blame that. So I'd never seen him without a hat. He walked. He literally walked past me without his hat on pregame, and I did not say hi. He had to say hi to me. He was like, "Hey, Austin," and I was like, "Who are you?" 
And like, oh, it's Jamie. Okay. <laughs> Just he, based off the hat. Park Tudor scored, and then yeah, he put the hat back on. So it was too a little too late. Um, it's too late. Tough. Obviously, it's the hat. But they were so good. I wrote it down. They had a 131 to 10 goal differential this past season. They went 19 2 and 1. Their only other loss was to Northridge, and the tie was to Goshen. Both really good 3A teams that mm-hmm. were competing for a sectional championship against each other. Like, so, really, really impressive season. All their wins were by shutout, I think, or except one. Central Noble got one goal in the sectional game, 10 to 1. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Every other win was a shutout. Crazy. Just a crazy year. I guess that probably makes it even tougher to swallow whenever you just like bulldoze your way through the regular season and the postseason. Other than Bethany Christian gave them a good run, actually. Three years in a row. West yep. Bethany Christian's given Westview their best one of their best playoff games. So in a monsoon. You remember that? It was mm-hmm. raining raining like crazy. Had to go retreat to the press box and it looked like a hurricane was outside. They're playing a straight up hurricane. So, Westview Boys Soccer, midway through the 2020 season, they were 1 7 and 1. From that point on, they went 11 and 1 in 2020, won, won a sectional, lost a regional semifinal in PKs. So, it was a close loss to Couts. Wow. They went 17 and 5 in 2021, one state. And then this year, 19 2 and 1. So, since that point, they've lost one, five, two, eight games in two and a half years. Pretty good. What changed after that one game? I don't know. They were 1-7-1. They were 1-7. It was just crazy. I think they just, like, Teague Meisner was a freshman that year, 2020. And I think they had Jaden Yoder, who was was their leading scorer normally. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe halfway through the year they just realized, hey, we gotta like make Teague the number one option here, and obviously it worked because he's they just rolled. It was impressive, you know. It was like, wait, they're gonna win a sectional championship, like, and they beat Bethany in PKs in the yeah. sectional final. Three years in a row, Bethany Westview postseason, good matches. I love it. It's my favorite soccer rivalry in the area. I don't think it's gonna change either. It's yeah. being similar. That and Goshen Northridge boys, most intense uh, boys soccer rivalries, I feel like, in this area. That's why I got booed the other day. I got booed. <laughs> yes. I watched the World Cup final with some Goshen soccer coaches, amongst other people, and I brought up Northridge and people booed. So that's fine. Don't bring them up in, in the no. Goshen territory. Um, also, st- soccer, speaking of Goshen. Both girls and boys won sectional championships. First time for the boys since 2017. First time for the girls since 2016. It's because they didn't have been their sectional, right? The girls, <laughs> yes. The <laughs> boys, <laughs> still no. The boys didn't either. Yeah. Neither of them did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because they both lost to Penn in the regional semifinals. Close games though. Yeah, 5-4 for the boys, 1-0 for the girls. PKs, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, PKs. Yeah, Penn was really bad regular season on the girls' side. They were they average. They just remember they were average, and then they got hot. They were the like 4-9. That's not average. I thought they were like 7-11 or something like that. Whatever. They weren't good. Whatever. And they, they were below 500. <laughs> yeah, they caught fire in, uh, when it counted. Yeah. Great goalie. They won PKs a couple times. 
Go to the postseason. Moved on. I don't know how they did after that. They lost a regional final. That's a good guess, probably. I, I'd mm-hmm. imagine they probably didn't go much further. The Penn so. boys made it to semi-state. They won regional, but semi-state. Played in the game after Westview at semi-state in Kokomo. Right. So I got to watch that a little bit while I was working. Were you in the press box? Yep. Just watching. And working. I'm trying to get my Westview story done and my cross-country story done before I went home and just took a nap. Actually went to bed. It was like 7 o'clock when I got back home, 8 o'clock. Just went to sleep, whatever. Um, So, yeah, they both had good seasons. Both had single-season scoring records broken. Josh Cruz on the boys' side and uh, Miriam Ruiz Sanchez on the girls' side. Mm. So, that's cool. Josh Cruz, he really showed up in that sectional, too. Especially. Yeah, and the regional. He scored all four of their goals in the regional game. 5-4 oh. loss. That guy just has a nose for the net. He's like Mbappe scoring all of his team's goals in a close loss. Tough. He'll be back, though, that guy, too. Not Cruz. Mbappe? But Mbappe, yes. yeah. <laughs> I, I hope. He's only 24. I didn't know he was that young. I was like, wow. He's pretty young. He's got a couple more World Cups in him. Uh, boys tennis. Goshen team had an historic year for them. They were got up to number 18 in the rankings. Undefeated until the semi-state. Lost to North Central, who ended up winning state. So, if you're going to lose, I guess, take solace in the fact you lost to the state champs. Um, 23-1 season. Daniel Love. Isaac Stolle did not lose a match at the number three singles all year. It's pretty cool. Stolle, not Staley. Staley? Stolle. Stolle. Isaac S. Sorry, Mrs. Staley, Stolle, if I said the name wrong. I just remember that being a topic of discussion. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I might have just said it wrong. I don't know. I said it both ways, so I said it wrong once and right the other. So at some point you said it right. Isaiah Hostetler from Westview had a great season as well. Reached the individual state semifinal. A 26-1 record overall. His only loss in the state tournament. So To the guy who eventually who won, it, won it. West Lafayette, so, yeah. Harrison which was the number one team all year before they lost to North Central. In the Yeah, they got upset by the eventual state champion. Yeah. Uh, Northwood Volleyball, first regional title since 2010. Big deal? Big deal. Still couldn't get past Belmont, though. I know. That dreaded Belmont, fourth year in a row. Hillary Ladig, though, we got the monkey off the back of the regional in that regard. That's all that matters. Can they get back there next year? We'll see. I think Belmont goes up to 4A. So, please. So, in that case... No Belmont. They're winning the state title. Give it to them right now. <laughs> it's over. Uh, great yeah. season, though. They all had a good all season. jokes aside. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Uh, and then football. You know, we had Northwood go undefeated in the regular season. Won the NLC title. First time since 2018. Um, things happen in the postseason. Things... That kind of derailed things a little and, bit. And it let Why Not Us Part 2 materialize Mr., uh, even more. Mr. November. Chad Epley. Mr. December. Mr. November. Mr. Late October yeah. slash November. Chad, Chad Epley. Epley. He's, uh, his postseason record now is 8-2. Uh, and two. It's not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. Regular season record's not as good. 10-6. and 10-8. Sorry. 10-8. Five, two five and four regular seasons, 
And then they just turned around in the postseason, went to state course 2021 this past year, ended up upsetting Northwood in the sectional final, upset Logan Sport in the semifinal the week before as well. Yep. So. The berries. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they're. Uh, Ran into a buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. That <laughs> game against New Prairie was literally never close from the first play. Nope. Kick off to like the forty yard line, and then sixty yard touchdown run, and you're like, "Well, thanks for coming out." It was a cold. Shout out the running clock. That's all I'm gonna say. I but, was sick. I remember I was sick. Yeah, I, I, we brought you, and then we really didn't end up needing you. It's like, well, if we'll like do some social media stuff, like if Northridge scores or take some photos. No. Literally nope. nothing good happened for them <laughs> the entire game. Yeah. I lost my press credential. Remember it blew out of my yeah. little, my torn up uh, yeah. thing that it was holding it together. It's underneath the It's stadium. underneath the new Prairie football stands. <laughs> I hope they found it. That'd be funny. I'm not getting it. Who cares? It's, I'll get a new one here in the new year. Um, been here four and a half years. Everyone knows me at this point. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah. That's that's 2022. What a Basically. year! Not as crazy in points as 2021, but just like in every new year, there's things that maybe you wouldn't have expected to happen. That's the fun of sports. That's why they play the game. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Good cliches. Yeah, that's why they play the game. Yeah. Okay. We're reaching the end of the show, which means we're gonna say goodbye to Evan. All right, bye. <laughs> That's it. I should hit stop record right now. Uh, yeah, uh, as, as Evan announced last week on Twitter and on this show, he's uh, leaving the Goshen News for warmer weather. Who trying does, to avoid who does this. that? I'm trying to avoid Just in time for the blizzard to come, man. Come on. <laughs> you really going to experience winter and you're going to leave? Like, oh. Uh, I w- That's tough. I wouldn't have been able to fly home, probably. No. No, you would not have been. They're going to shut down all flights and everything for the next couple of days. Yeah. Here, for sure. And driving to the airport would be ridiculous. Like, any, even South Bend Airport would be treacherous. So That would have been a big, um, big miss. Yeah. So, oh, crap. Forgot one thing what was from that? the fall. Noah Bontrager. West you boys cross country. Okay. He got 12th in state. Freshman. Came out of nowhere. Watch out for that Sectional, guy. regional, semi-state champ. Okay. Now, <laughs> we have to talk about Evan bidding adieu. Evan Lee Pack, his first day was, I, actually it was January 6th, which is kind of an infamous day in America. January 6th, 2021. Oh, is that the day? Yes. <laughs> With uh, things going on in Washington, D.C. That's right. You came in for your training that day. And I remember sitting at my couch at like three o'clock, being like watching CNN. Basically, I was like, couldn't turn it off because it was like, what? What's going on at the Capitol? Oh, so that was crazy. Nice. Uh, and then you got to tag along with me to Lakeland West Noble Boys Girls Doubleheader that did not start on time at all. Um, nope. Girls game was supposed to start at six. Did not start till like six fifty. Boys game was supposed to be a 7.30 game. Didn't start till like 8.15, 8.20. Both games were competitive, close. So, you know, timeouts were called and games didn't end. Second game didn't end till like 
10 10 yep and we were sitting in the West Noble cafeteria and you basically just watched me type out 400 words of a boys basketball game story in about 10 minutes yeah I remember you got the quotes too you had to, you had to pop up on the uh had to get Ethan Marsh, West Noble Boys mm-hmm. basketball coach. I grabbed him right, right away. away. I never, I almost never grab a coach before they go talk to their team. But I was like, Ethan, it is 10.05. Like, I can't, I can't yeah. wait. I'm sorry. Just two questions. And, okay. So, shout out Ethan. Thank you for that, for your patience and uh, understanding. More so understanding, not patience. But Do they win that game? West Noble won. Yeah. Yep. I believe they... Won the girls game too, or Lakeland won the girls game? I don't remember who won the girls game. I think Lakeland did. Yeah, if I had to guess, Lakeland would end up end up going to the regional final that year. Yeah, they played South Bend Washington, arguably the best anyone from this area has played South Bend Washington in two years. South Bend Washington was good, but they aren't what they They're were. Not they aren't what they are now. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. And then, and then your first ever game that you covered solo? Brent Shoup. No. Well, Ocean think, College I'd rather talk basketball. about that. Yeah. That was my first game. And then Brent Shoup Hill. Your first high school game, Brent Shoup Hill set, a Goshen, set the career of Goshen schooling record. Now she said Illinois. Talk to her, remember? Brent Shoup Hill? Yes. Illinois. About her going to Illinois. Yeah. Yes. Forgot about that. Yeah, that was over the summer. Also did a feature on Kaltuki and Orman this you past did, summer. over the summer. Forgot about that as well. Yeah. Everything just runs together. Yeah. You bring up people's names are, and you're like, boom, there you go. What are some of your uh, favorite memories, Evan, of working at the Goshen News? Games, moments that we had uh, that could be repeated on here. And uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when yeah, when we did cocaine, obviously. That was the best. I enjoyed that. Yeah. When we went to Dayton, Ohio. That was great. For the NCAA tournament, we went to the first four. Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Notre Dame, Rutgers, double overtime. Came down the wire. Notre Dame beats Rutgers on a shot from Paul Atkinson. It put back. It was pretty nice. It's pretty that, cool. That game, uh, probably my probably the best game we covered together. We've covered a lot of. We've covered a couple. If you include like the atmosphere and the right and, and the, like you know it's like. It's pretty cool covering the NCAA tournament. Like that's for us, for us little guys like the Goshen News. We don't get those opportunities often. I said something to John Rothstein. I forget. Yeah, you I, did. I think I said we sleep in May or something like that. And he yeah. said that's right. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I loved I loved watching the game before Notre Dame. We were just sitting there, you know, like in the extra seating area for media before we could go down on the court level, you know? And we were just, was like, it was Bryant and um, the team that's right from Dayton. That had a big had a big crowd for them. Right State. Right State. Yeah, right from Dayton. Ha, ha, ha. Um, that game was awesome because it was like, you're just watching an NCAA tournament game in person. Yeah, the hotel you were staying at was literally like on the right campus. It was State on campus. the campus, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I, don't, I didn't remember. Um <laughs> That game was awesome. Um, I think the maybe the best man. The high school games we covered were really good, though. We had a lot of. We ended up covering a lot of really good high school games. Northwood West Noble a couple years ago was pretty good. Both both Northwood boys basketball games that we covered together that year 
The West Noble sectional final was really good. That was like the first game we really had fans, like 50%, but it felt like 100% because you hadn't seen 50% right. in forever. And then the regional final that next week against Leo that came down to the last second, um, Kate Brenner got fouled, my yeah. column. <laughs> I literally wrote a column about it. So. You did. There's a picture of him just with his hands, hands in his face, over his head, just demoralizing Sad. stuff. Sad. But um, uh, for us, it was a great experience. Yeah. Um, the Northridge New Prairie semi-state football game from 2021 will always stand out. Yep. Um, I love – my favorite moment is when they scored the touchdown and I smacked your arm really hard. We were sitting, you were sitting next to me. Naturally, we weren't taking any more photos. We were trying to get stuff in for deadline. Yep. And we weren't on the field for the game-winning touchdown pass. And um, I smacked your arm really hard because it was like, holy. And I Wait. said some bad words. And it was cold like, too. Are you kidding me? That hurt a little bit. Are you kidding me? Probably said that a couple times. Probably. This bleeping team. Like, <laughs> it was uh, what a moment. You went down there afterwards. I don't remember if you, like, finished your story and sent it. And then I got it. No, I, I, I tried to get a quick quote from Chad or two before he talked to his team. Again, that was another moment where I'm like, I can't wait for you. Like, I have to just get 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then I ran up, and my computer died as I was trying to post the story. And so I had to squeeze into the New Prairie press box, which has no room. I had a really janky charging cord that wasn't what it had to work at a certain angle. Yeah. And so I'm like twisting my computer a certain way, trying to get the computer back on. It's like 10:30. Our deadline is 10:30. <laughs> so like, yep. We got it in. We Somehow, got it in. Barely. Only newspaper in the area that could get it in, and we did barely. That was awesome. That was so electric. Electric. It's a great memory. That was before we got high, better computers and everything. Yeah, and better charging ports. <laughs> um, anyway, I, uh, I kind of stole some thunder there. So you you continue with with your journey. What else? Please stop doing that with your finger. Thank you. Can you hear it? Yes. You can hear this. Yes. I can't hear. I hear that. That's crazy. It picks up the microphone on the table. The rubbing. Uh, the vibrations. Yeah, yeah. The vibration of the cars. Of the cars. Demolition Derby. Could talk about that. I wasn't there, but that sounds like it was a lot of fun. It was crazy. If I had to, like, bring up unique moments over the last couple of years of things I had to cover, rodeo and the Demolition Derby. That's when, like, your skills as a reporter is really tested, uh, trying to come up with stories in those times. I was able to do it. Uh, got some interesting stories out of it. Obviously, this past year, with the guy with and his little monkeys, these guys <laughs> little rodeo monkeys. Yes, <laughs> and his dogs. They they ride his dogs. That was fun. Turns out he's been doing it for like forty years, and he's had multiple stories written on him. But that's fine. It was a good story for the Goshen News. Yeah. Um, and uh, last year, the demolition derby. There was a guy from India who was participating in the. Demolition Derby, his first ever one. So that was an interesting story. But yeah, that's that that really tests you for sure. The Elkhart County Fair in general really tests you. Over the last two years, I've had to do that. That was something. Yeah. Uh, pros, though, Notre Dame. Uh, men's basketball. Blake Wesley's shot against Kentucky last year was really cool. 
the the crowd came on. I mean, that picture of him, you know, being lifted up in the middle of the crowds is is something that you'll I'll remember for a long time. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a crazy moment. Yeah, uh, you could also talk about uh, Notre Dame this past year. I mean, you were there for beating Clemson. No one really expected that, and they took it to him. Yeah, um, one of the easier nights of work I've ever had doing Notre Dame. Yeah, she dominated, and being on the field for the field storming was cool. Yep, I that not down there. I stayed. Yeah. I stayed warm. You got to. Uh, you I got saw to it watch, from above. You got to go to the Fiesta Bowl. That's pretty cool. Fiesta Bowl is a great experience. Great game as well. Uh, cool stadium, all around. Just to be a part of something like that was very cool. Um, baseball, Notre Dame baseball. Yeah, making it to the College World Series. We went to the regionals in person. That's cool. We went to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah, we did cover that. Season. We covered the championship game together when they obliterated uh, Central Michigan. Fire up chips. Central Michigan, yep. Shout and out the fire up chips, lady. We were hoping that we were going to be able to go uh, cover them in the World Series this past year after they yeah. beat Tennessee very unexpectedly. Omaha. And, uh, didn't quite happen. Yeah, Tennessee was the un, like the undoubtedly number one team. No one's going to beat them. Notre Dame took two or three. Crazy third game win. Uh, late, late rally, you know? And, yep. uh, yeah, if they had made it to the championship, like the final two, best out of three there, we would have made it to Omaha. We would have gone. Yep. Tough scene. And then Northridge, uh, last year, 2021 state championship, uh, the game didn't go well for them, but the whole experience was cool to be uh, at Lucas Oil, to be on the field, to kind of experience what uh, championship weekend football-wise here in Indiana is all about. That was cool. Yeah, I agree. That was a lot of fun. It was cool to be there and like, you know, like we had our photographer Joe and, and our freelance former photographer Ben shooting mm-hmm. the game for us. You got to be on the field. Your dad was there. That was awesome. He was up there somewhere. Glenn, shout out Glenn. Because we went and saw the Bucks play the Colts uh, the day Next after. Day. The yeah. day after, yeah. Yeah, that was a great time. Yeah, you, you know. After like a quarter and a half, it was pretty obvious like what was going to happen in this game. Yeah. But you know, Northridge got there unexpected. That fall of 2021, when oh, every team it seemed like made a miracle run, like a magical, like we had cross country, two top ten teams on the boys side, Westview mm-hmm. boys soccer won state, right? Northwood girls golf went to state, Stilson won mental attitude, like Northridge football goes to state. Westview boys tennis goes to stay like six of five of the eight sports in the fall or six of the eight had a state. The only one we didn't have was volleyball and um, there was one other one. Oh, boys. No, girls soccer. Mm-hmm. Girls soccer and volleyball. That was it. Crazy. Just a crazy fall that year. What else can we, we remember last year, uh, early this year, actually, when it was snowing and all the games were canceled except for Northwood Concord. That game was crazy. And then it came down to a Cade Brenner layup at the end of the game. Yeah. Only game in the state. State, yeah, that's right. The only game in the state that day that was not postponed or canceled. Northwood Concord. Don't know why. Don't know why either. (laughs) But they played, and it was a memorable game. Brenner's layup at the end. Just crazy. That was a tough loss for Concord. Yeah. Concord had a couple of those last year where they were right in it the whole way. Lost to Goshen like that last year, too, in the regular season. So, crazy. Uh, 
um, that was a multiple moments I brought mm-hmm. up. Any uh, other? Uh, what about your like favorite stories? You got any like what's what stands out? Uh, obviously the first one I ever did with Caitlin Simons, who obviously was one of Northridge's best divers, one of the top three three-headed monster that they had. Uh, that was really cool to kind of get a background of what, how she's turned into the diver she is today and like how she got to where she is, obviously with her being adopted and everything. Um, Armin Kaltukian's story was really cool to kind of get in perspective on how he's gotten to the size that he is. He's a big boy. A big boy, very muscular. Uh, it's impressive in high school to see it in a high school kid. Uh, you don't see a kid of his size very often. Let's just say that. Um, obviously, getting an opportunity to cover the vigil, Caden Schrock, and then go to the game. That was a very interesting experience. Uh, one that uh, obviously it's can be a little nerve wracking to have to yeah. do. Yeah. But I think it came out all right. Yeah, I think it was one of your best outputs as a journalist. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was maybe maybe your best work in your time here. Thanks. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was that was. I mean, that's something you're just worried about not messing up in any way, and I don't feel like I did, so that was a plus um, to be able to honor him and what took place that day. Um, I well, I just had one on the tip of my tongue. I was right there. Oh, yeah, uh, Al Kirschberger. That was one of my better uh, feature stories on the Fairfield Southpaw lefty. Kind of getting an idea of what the future looked like for him and how he's become one of the best pitchers in the area. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Taylor University commit yes. now? Correct. Still have his senior year? Yeah, he's probably going to ball out, I'd imagine. New field for them coming, too. That's true. Turf field. Fair field. Yes. Fair it's not a fair field. It's a great field. Yeah, and then uh, a bunch of unsung athletes stories. Those are always fun. Had ten of them, so it's hard to remember <laughs> all of them. Like what was specific and what yeah. isn't. But being able to tell the stories of some athletes that maybe don't get the recognition that they deserve is really cool, and get their backgrounds and find out stuff about them and what they're doing in the future. That was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, getting an opportunity to be at Notre Dame football availabilities and basketball availabilities and everything. Uh, being from me to you, from Shashevsky and Beheim, and well, I don't think I didn't. It was Calipari, so it was those three guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are three of the biggest college basketball coaches out there, and to be uh, that close to them and to be in a press conference with them was a really surreal experience. Um, didn't get Tom Izzo like you though, but that's okay. And, and I got Gino Ariama. Yeah, Gino Ariama cool. as well. Oh, so yeah, obviously. He's stretching his back, by the way, in case anyone heard the grunting noise there. Uh, Did I make a noise? You're like, oh, uh, yeah, we're doing all right. <laughs> I just thought maybe you could hear the cracks. No, no, you can't hear the cracks. That would, now, that would be a really strong microphone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's, I mean, on top of every football Friday and basketball Friday, traveling to Notre Dame on Saturdays, just all together. Just uh, 
lots of good memories, lots of good work that's been done over the last couple of years for sure. So just be like being around Goshen too. Downtown, it's a nice little area. Shout out places like Common Spirits. Uh, if you want to advertise with us, we have a advertising <laughs> line, a phone number. Just call our office. Yeah. Constant Spring, Elephant Bar, Beebs and Ash. Love all those spots. They were places I frequented. On we frequented, I should say, pretty pretty. I mean, on I wouldn't say on the daily, but. Whenever we had time. Yeah, whenever we had time, we would go. So, yeah, shout out to those places and anybody listening, uh, go support local business. Yes. (laughs) Just maybe not this weekend with the blizzard coming in, but... Yeah, you're not going to get a chance because everybody will be closed. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. So, I I joked that I have a script. I don't really have a script, but uh, just wanted to say, you know, uh, I had a very enjoyable experience working with you overall you know obviously some speed bumps along the way that happens we're not going to see eye to eye on everything mm-hmm. we're going to get frustrated at times professionally you know you hear that no i didn't hear i mean i could hear it but it didn't pick up in the microphone there was a, a motorcycle for some reason going by keeps revving all right anyway back to, back to my uh <laughs> crying parts of this sad ending of the podcast um yeah um you know, but I would say it was a pretty darn good two years working together. Um, you know, you were one of the people I really wanted to hire when we went through the process. Um, looking at a bunch of resumes over a couple of days, so I was like, this Evan kid, he's got some chops, man. The writing's there. The photos are there. It'd be really nice to hire him. And thank God you said yes, because uh, that was cool. And then we worked together for two years, covered a lot of games together, Um had a lot of drinks together, and uh, it's been fun. So a lot of Monday night footballs together. A lot of Monday night football. A lot of bad Bears football games. Yeah. A lot of above average Buccaneers games. Not so much this year, but we had the we had some, the game in uh, Germany though. That was a good one. And and yeah, you brought over a bad McGriddle. <laughs> bad McGriddle. <laughs> uh, I screwed up my my yeah, order. Yeah. Yep. Uh, watch watch the Buccaneers beat the Saints in the playoffs together. 2021. That's true. We did not watch any of the other games, playoff games, I think. No, because I went to Wisconsin for the championship game, and then I went down to yeah. Florida. For and the then last, to 2022, did we watch them? I watched you when they beat the Eagles. I think we watched that. I was at your place. I think. I don't remember. Anyway, we watched a lot of football, a lot of basketball, NCAA tournament. Some baseball. We made it a tradition almost of making it like a Sunday the Sunday of the NCAA tournament there, we watched him, I think, together both years or the Saturday without, without like, planning it. It wasn't like, oh, we did it last year. Let's do it this year. Like, just happened. Yeah, we watched the Thursday or Friday of 2021 when Missouri was in the NCAA tournament. You're not going to bring, you're not gonna bring and, that up? Uh, they lost to Oklahoma. You don't have to bring that up. <laughs> in the 8-9 game. So we were doing a, <laughs> we having a good time here. I remember that. I one. didn't bring up Florida's tournament losses, did I? Florida football losing to Missouri both times that we were here? No. They, no, they lost. They, they, they yeah, won Florida this won this year. Florida won this year. Mizzou won in 20. We fired Dan Mullen. Mizzou fired Dan Mullen. Which is fine. Yeah. He deserves to be on TV. Yeah. Um, a lot of great times, though, man. A lot of, you know, the car drives to games that we're covering. Um, 
you know, were enjoyable. The Newcastle trips times two. Um, shout out Mike Deke for coming with us the first time. It's um, great time. Great, great friend to have. Great person as well, Mike Deke. Um, that was fun. The Hall of Fame letting us come in that that day and see it was yeah, really cool. Yeah, Hall of Fame is um, dope. Yeah, and then the 2022 trip, staying at that really bad hotel in Anderson. La Quinta. <laughs> no, it wasn't a La Quinta. Or a quality inn. It was a quality inn. Because yeah. when we stayed at the La Quinta for the NCAA tournament, and that was a much better experience. We stayed at the La Quinta in Columbus as well. Yes. So. Which hotel was Dylan in? I don't remember. I remember I stayed with him. He was, yeah, he had a nice, yeah, because we had, we only had two beds, and it was me, you, and Joe, and then Dylan had two beds, and he was by himself, so you got to go take the other bed. Thank that was nice. Yeah. What a what a journey Dayton was. Dayton will be remembered for, for a lot of things. Um, Not all of them were great. Yeah. So. Most of them were great. Most of them were great. Uh, the actual parts in Dayton were awesome. Some of the parts going to and back. Not so much. Uh, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah, it's been awesome, man. Um, I'm not not, not going to know what to do with myself for the next however many months, you know? Like, what do I do with my Like, hands? you're still working with the Goshen News for 10 more days, but, like, this is it. Like, I, you're going to leave Wednesday to go home, and, like, I, yeah, you're technically writing for us next week, cover the bowl, but I don't count that. This is it. This is the end in my brain, at least. So, um, very sad, man. I knew it was going to come to end at some point, but it still stinks. still stinks when it comes to an end, you know? It was a good run, though. Yeah. I feel like Ed Helms in uh, the end of The Office, where he's like, I wish there was a way you know we're in the good good days or the good old days before you weren't in them anymore, whatever he says. Something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it's kind of how I feel. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to think that two years have flown by so fast. But yeah, they All right. flew by so fast because uh, a lot of good stuff was happening. So time flies when you're having fun. That's what they say. You want to bring us home? All right, for the final time. Um, thank you so much for listening, especially over the past two years for uh, both myself and Austin. Obviously, Austin will continue uh, the podcast in some capacity in the future. We'll see what the new format looks like in 2023, but yeah. we're working on that. Work in progress. You just don't want to hear my voice for 40 minutes. Trust me. We'll have other voices coming on, but we'll figure out that yes. uh, at a later date. But again, big thanks to everyone who's listened over the last couple of years. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to be on this podcast as well as be a member of the Goshen community. Elkhart County community and to write for the Goshen News over the last couple years and serve the community as I said so thank you so much and uh, we will I won't be back but the Goshen News Sports Podcast will be back uh, next week with uh, the year in the year in review right or the podcast year the podcast best of 2022 yeah so uh, you'll get to hear some more of my voice even if it's not live or not live but you know present you It'll know, be old you know what I'm saying it's yes. old stuff old stuff but you'll get to hear my voice one more time over the airwaves and then uh, that'll be that alright uh, thank you again